Welcome back to another episode of TFM Bets. How are we doing, buddy? I'm great. It's Monday. I'm ready to go. New week, new bags. You already know. You already know. Um, so a lot has happened. Kyrie Irving's on the Mavs now. Absurd. Crazy. Should we talk about that? Yeah, what do you think about that as a as a new Mavs fan? Okay. <laughs> so I... <laughs> what are your immediate reactions? So I took the day to think about it. Took the night to think about it. Um, the reason why I stopped being a Nets fan was because they traded for Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and they traded away D'Angelo Russell, Karis LeVert. Like, the core of the guys that I became a Nets fan for again after they left New Jersey because I was like you know what Fuck the Nets when it was like Paul Pierce in Brooklyn I was like I hate that team but then they brought D'Angelo Russell in and he was one of my favorite players at the time Karis LeVert they were young they made the playoffs like it was sick and I was like you know like dude I'm a Nets fan again they traded all those guys away for yeah. Kyrie Irving who I despise at like forever dude I just can't, I think he's a locker room cancer everywhere he goes he ruins this is the third team now that he said he's not leaving and he leaves um and I was just like, this is so, like, they traded away my favorite player for my least favorite player. Like, you can't make that up. Um, Who's your favorite player? D'Andre Russell. Oh. And I don't know if you remember, he was like an all-star on oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. And, like, he was, like, he was the guy. And it was, like, so much fun to watch him. And that Nets team was, like, weirdly good. So good, dude. Well, <laughs> it was, yeah. It, we had Jared Dudley was on yeah. there, like, botting around. We had Jared Allen, D'Andre Russell, Karis LeVert. Um... I'm trying to think of the other guys. I can't remember now. Um, Turian Prince for a little bit was on that team. But I was like, damn, they're trading for my least favorite player. And But then they got Harden and KD. But I was like, you know what? I'm done. I can't, I can't do the whole Kyrie circus. And it was a circus. First year turned into a circus. Literal circus. It just ended up being Harden and KD. And then Harden after a year was like, dude, fuck this. I can't do this shit because Kyrie's a, like an actual like, Bot. it's a clown. Like it's a clown show, whatever team he's on. Because yeah. he won't play. He'll choose not to play. He'll sage the arena. Like it's like literally like every day you don't know what you're going to get. And then of course I announced last episode that I'm, an, I'm a Mavs fan. Can't make it up. I've officially made my decision. Like this is the team I'm going to ride or die for. It's the city I live in. Immediately Kyrie Irving gets treated there. Did not make it up. <laughs> You see that the the Nets GM like made sure yeah he wasn't the, gonna send him to LA yeah isn't that insane I, but I I like it though it's like yeah. fuck you guys like what yeah. I don't give a fuck he came out he came over to Brooklyn just fucked everything up and then dipped do you think Kyrie is mad that he's in Dallas no I no I feel like I feel like this is also like a rental. To be honest. Oh, no, it's for sure a rental. He's yeah. not going to be here more than a year. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. We got rid of Spencer Dinwiddie, which, you know, that kind of hurt. He was a great, like, six man coming off the bench for, for the Mavs. And they got... The thing that I'm interested to see is we've already seen that Luka doesn't play well with other superstars. They brought Chris Tapps over, and they ended up, like, beefing and hating each other. Um, and they just traded Luka's best friend for Kyrie. Yeah. Like Dorian Finney-Smith, like they do everything together. Like he's always posting about him. Like they're like boys. So you just traded his best friend for one of the more toxic superstars in the league. Like I wonder how that's going to shake. Yeah. But I've come to the conclusion. Everyone deserves a second chance. So I'm going to give Kyrie Irving a chance on the Mavs. But I swear to God, dude, if he starts pulling some bullshit, I'm out. Like I'm out. I would be shocked if he does pull some bullshit, to be honest with you. I just wish that he wasn't as like huge of an impact in the locker room and like being such a cancer dude i wish he would just like fucking lock in you know 
Just, just calves it. Just cat like goat up like he did on the calves and go off and go win a ring. You know, dude. Ever since that ring, he's just ha- that hasn't been a priority. I feel like for him, no. It's been like everything else than basketball. Yeah. Um, did you see what LeBron tweeted after he got traded? <laughs> I did see that. What did you think? So if, for those of you that don't know that are listening or watching, after Kyrie got traded to the Mavs, LeBron James tweeted, maybe it's me. What, like, what do you think he meant by that? I thought it was a pretty like petty thing to tweet. I thought it was so petty. That was pretty lame. But like, what do you think he meant by that? Like He was like, maybe it's me no one wants to play with or something. Is that what you think he meant? Yeah, I think that's definitely what he meant. But, like, I feel like... LeBron, come on, you're 38, bro. <laughs> yeah. Put I the phone like down. The, the reason they didn't want to send him to L.A. is, like, why give why make the rich richer, you know? No, 100%. And, like, by the way, LeBron, you dug your own grave with the team you put together. Like, yeah. you put this team together. Like, you brought Russell Westbrook in. Like, you built this team, and now you don't like, like it anymore? I thought that was rich. Yeah. Um, Nick, when's the NBA trade deadline? Do we know? He's going to get a check on that because I want to ask you where you think KD's going because KD's gone. Nets fans, I saw a quick announcement for you guys. Kevin Durant's gone. There's no way he's staying past the trade deadline. I was like rooting for the Nets to like figure this out. They were never going to figure it out because they got the most toxic. Listen, I've said this Thursday. This Thursday, KD's getting moved Tuesday. He's getting moved tomorrow, I guarantee. Really? Yeah. My dad and I had this conversation when the Nets – went after that big three. There's a reason why certain super teams work, certain super teams don't. LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. Not a single toxic member in that super team. We were watching that finals at Dave and Buster. So good. (laughs) Curry, Clay, Draymond. Not a single ounce of toxicity in that three. Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan. Not a lick of toxicity. Kyrie Irving and KD might be the two most toxic players in the NBA that have zero leadership qualities. Neither of them are a leader. Neither of them are a leader. So they took two non-leaders that are superstars, put them on the same team, and then added a third non-leader in James Harden. It was never going to work. You need a leader. LeBron's a leader. Steph Curry's a leader. You have the three biggest non-leading superstars of all time probably to ever play in the NBA, and you put them on one team and expected them to go win a championship. It was never going to work. Yeah, and there was never any like role players that really fit their role on that team either. No. Uh, it was just those three and then fucking whoever. Because you didn't know who was a role player because yeah. you didn't know who was going to play every night. Yeah. It was like, Kyrie's going to miss two months. Like, now fucking... Now we got, I don't even remember who was starting for the Nets at that point, but it was like, now James Harden's going to move to the one and we're going to have to figure out a two and Joe Harris will start. It was like, dude. But it was because there's no leadership. Like, we were talking about this, which I want to talk about too. By the way, share the pod with a friend. We're also going to talk. At the end of this episode, we're going to talk Super Bowl. Don't worry. We just had to do a quick update. Um, But I want to talk about where you think KD is going to go. Because he's moving. You think he's moving? I would have to say, no, he's definitely moving. He's got to move. Yeah, okay. I don't think he stays in Brooklyn. Do you think the Nets give him a choice of where he wants to go? I don't think they're mad at him. They're definitely not mad at him. I think Kyrie was like, fuck this kid. Just get him out. Yeah. I mean, they should just go full rebuild mode. I agree. Snag a huge package for Durant. And I think what makes the most sense for Durant is probably the Phoenix Suns. You think Phoenix? I think Phoenix is like the team that is the most on the fence of being – 
an NBA contender, title contender, or blowing up the team and fucking restart. I was going to say, the Suns are pretty close to being like an all-time oh, disaster. Disaster. But what pieces do they have to move, or what would they be willing to move? I don't know. Uh, is Chris Paul in that equation? I don't know. He's got to get moved. If, if he goes to Phoenix, Chris Paul's going. Yeah. Yeah, I um, Aiden is such a bitch. I, I hate Aiden. I hate Aiden too. I would hate to see him go to Phoenix. I was we were so we were talking about this a little bit at Dave and Buster's. We didn't talk about it too much. I think Kevin Durant, unlike Kyrie, is going to get moved to a team that's a piece away from a championship. And when you start talking about teams that are pieces away from a championship, I feel like you got to look at Boston. They have the pieces to win a championship, but if you can somehow finesse a way to not lose two major pieces you're pretty much i'm not gonna say a shoe in but you're getting there yeah um we talked about in the west you know the lakers have pieces to move you add kd to that bunch that becomes dangerous i think like you have to look at teams that have pieces that they're willing to move right like the lakers have westbrook that name still carries a certain amount of you know awe or whatever it might be but i don't think kd moves to a team that's not on the cusp of championship. Yeah. And I don't think it was necessarily so much moving Kyrie to the Lakers because they wanted to fuck the Lakers. It was more so fucking Kyrie over. No, yeah. It was like, fuck Kyrie. I'm yeah. not sending him to LA. Yeah. Why would I send you to a championship? Yeah. I'm not going to let you go back to LeBron after you just blew up our entire franchise. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck that. No, but I think KD gets moved either tomorrow or Wednesday. And I'm going to go ahead and say he stays in the East. Dude, what if he was like, what if he went to the box, bro? I would love if he was on the box. Wouldn't that be insane? I would love that. Giannis with KD would be nuts. Who in the East would he go to? So I was thinking about this a little bit. I really feel like knowing Danny Ainge and the Celtics, he's so good at finessing, dude. And he's finessed the, Cel- the, the, the Nets before. Yeah. With fucking Kevin Garnett and yeah. Paul Pierce. And I wouldn't be surprised if Danny Age was like, you know what? We made it last year. Let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can at least try to pull the wool over the nets. Um, I wouldn't be shocked at the Celtics. I wouldn't be shocked by the Bucks. I feel like right now there's probably a lot of teams that everyone's probably thinking he's a shoe in to go to. But there are there is not a single league in the top half of both conferences right now, or there's not a single team in the league on the top halves of both conferences right now that isn't looking at a trade package for him right yeah, now. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if he went somewhere that wasn't even on your radar. Um, this is what makes the league kind of fun, to be honest. I like it. No, yeah, trades are the best. They're the best. I feel like, you know what they you know what they did? The Nets did to Kyrie what the Spurs did to Kawhi. What is that? They just sent him to a team he wanted no business going to. Yeah. When they sent him to the Raptors. Yeah. And when they sent him to the Mavs. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, either way, though, Kyrie makes that team so much better. Because now if Luka can figure out how to play with somebody, it takes a lot of weight off his shoulder, right? Um, It's going to be interesting to see him share the ball more often, though. Yeah. I wonder, do they have lines for where KD's going to go? Doubtful. Nick, do you want to look that up? Doubtful. Because I would love to know. Because they normally do when it's like a big trade like that. Um, LeBron's going to break the record this week. Yep. So are we taking this over every day? I've been taking it. It hasn't been hitting. It's too corp right now. 
Well, what is the... Um, Too corporate. He's supposed to hit it against the Bucks. He's supposed to hit it against the Thunder? Or it's either the Thunder or Bucks. The odds right now are in favor of that game against the Thunder. So he doesn't play today. The Mavs play today. Without Kyrie or Luka. Yeah. That's probably going to be... But they play Utah. And they're like a nine and a half point dog. Yeah. So this is... Um, we're pulling these odds from odds checker but uh it says phoenix suns minus 125 raptors plus 200 heat plus 450 boston celtics plus 1400 golden state plus 1400 dude back to the warriors that'd be no can we talk about how the raptors are two yeah raptors at plus 200 that's nuts dude we were just talking about this the other day though about betting props the raptors have so many guys that average 20 a game wow they could literally deal whoever and it wouldn't hurt yep Dude, I kind of would like KD on the Raptors. That would be With sick. Drake. <laughs> that would be dope, to be honest. Also, message to Kevin Durant. Just go to Miami and, and just win one for Jimmy, bro. Yeah, that Jimmy Butler deserves a championship so bad, dude. Just go to Miami and win him a chip. He deserves one so bad. I feel like there's a list of like 10 guys that deserve a ring. No, dude. The way, how hard Jimmy fights... You don't think the COVID chip, and then last year too, the way he fucking battles every night, dude. The COVID Those chip. uh, the odds pre Kyrie after the trade demand, it was minus three hundred that KD would get traded, minus eight hundred that tra- Kyrie would get traded ahead ahead of the deadline, and so now those odds have to move to beyond minus three hundred for KD to get traded too. So oh, that was pre Kyrie trade. Wow. All right, nutty. I want KD to go to the Heat. Or the Raptors. Those are my two teams. Stays in the East. I'm a genius, dude. He definitely wants to stay in the East. For sure. Because it's easier. It's yeah. an easier path. Way easier path. Not that it's easy at all. I mean, you got Giannis. No, I mean, there. you know, neither is really easy. But there's less traffic going on in the East. No, 100%. To be able to get to a point where you're going up against Giannis or Embiid or Toronto. All right, let's do a wager on the show. I think he has a Phoenix. All three of us will pick one. I will, I'm going to pick... Read me the odds again for the top five. Oh, hold on. Let me pull it up again. Sorry. We'll, uh, do, we'll put 20 each. 60 bucks. Give me Phoenix. It was like Heat, Raptors, Suns, Celtics, and Warriors. Yeah, he's going to one of those teams. The Suns, I think, were the favorite. I mean, that's tough. I don't Who are you going to pick, Nick? I'm taking Miami Heat. Wow, you guys just put me in a spot. Yeah. You just take the Raptors. I mean, you, you were on the Celtics. You guys just put me in a spot. Um, I'm going to take the Toronto Raptors for the Drake effect. Maybe. I think Drake's going to text him. He was in the music video. Yeah, so that's the, I mean, that's the top three. Suns, one more time, is minus 125. Raptors, plus 200. Heat, plus 450. So, I mean, plus 1400 for the Celtics and the Warriors. I think they're, those two are just on there, but like, do they have anything outside that top five? No, no, they just have this top five. But I mean, okay, so he's going plus fourteen hundred. He's going to one of those three, probably Heat, Raptors, or Suns, more than likely. If Nick didn't take the Heat, I was going to take the Heat, but I want the Raptors. I want the Suns. That's my most confident. But I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest if he went back to Golden State at all. But who do they give up? Jordan Poole? I don't know. I don't know who they give up, but that would just be the softest shit ever. But Curry just hurt his ankle again, so the, the Warriors might be like, no, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Wow, yeah, give me the Raptors. I'm all in. Drake's going to hit his line. He's going to be like, yo, come to Toronto. That would be nuts. You and Gary Trent, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet. 
That team could win a championship. Yeah, I feel like there's other ap- more appetizing. Bring Jurassic Park back. <laughs> Bring Jurassic Park back. I'm so down. All right, KD to the Raptors. Lock me in. We'll do 20 bucks each. Sure. And if it's the Suns, you're not getting paid out because you took the favorite. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. Yeah. What so, if he stays? What'd you say? So what if he stays? He's not staying. Then you put the dress back on. If Kevin Durant... If Kevin Durant stays with the Brooklyn Nets, I'll put the dress back on. <laughs> if he stays with the Nets, I'll put the dress back on. There's Fair. no way he's staying, though. There's no. There's nothing there for him. It looks nicely folded up there on the... It uh, does. <laughs> Watch tomorrow comes out. The Nets make a blockbuster trade for like LeBron, and like they bring people to, to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we took our pieces, and we're bringing people to Brooklyn. They bring like fucking John Moran over. It's like crazy shit. He ends up staying. Fuck the Grizzlies. Yeah, they're fucking... Fuck Dylan Brooks. You see the thing Jaw got into? No. Oh, he's in some bullshit right now. What'd he do? I guess his friends went to the game. They were at the game. Got in some skirmish with some of the Pacers, like, staff members. And then they were shining, like, red lasers at him on the way out. Yeah. And, like, they thought, like, they were about to get fucking shot. And so then he, he didn't play yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, January 29th, acquaintances of Grizzly star John Morant, Morant aggressively confronted members of the Papes, Pacers traveling party near the team's bus in the loading area of FedEx Forum. Later, someone in a slow-moving SUV, which Morant was riding in, trained a red laser on them. Two members traveling party, he spoke blah, blah, blah. A Pacers security guard in the loading area at the time remarked, that's 100% a gun. Not great for the goat whale. <laughs> Dude, the Grizzlies are a straight-up AAU team. Yeah, they are such <laughs> bots. Yo, what? I know. I literally thought I was They put the red dot on a Pacers staff member. That's via the athletic, by the way. What? I said that's via the athletic. Yeah. Dude. I know. The red dot on the, the Pacers are nobody. Why are you beefing with the Pacers? Do you, is he going to get suspended for that? I don't think you can get suspended for that. I don't know. Because your home, your like friend would fucking put the red dot on him. I mean, why did he sit out a game? Because he's probably like, what, if, what the fuck are we doing? Yes. Yeah. Who brought the chopper to the game? <laughs> Dude, I cannot believe they put a red dot on a pay. Like, if it was like a rival, I'd be like, all right, I get it. Like the Pacers? The fucking, like, who pissed you off on the Pacers <laughs> staff members, dude? It's probably like all guys from India- Indiana. <laughs> so whack, bro. I hate them. And I was, I actually really liked. The Grizzlies, I as, did too. as they've been coming up with John, and they got some young guys around them and shit, and they've become a really good team. They're just an AAU team. They're just like, I don't know what it is about them. No leaders. I don't know what it is. I, I just dislike them. Yeah, well, they're they're talking too much now. They're talking too much is what it is. Yeah. Um, wow, that is that is wow. That's like the Charlotte Hornets. Those two teams are just AAU teams in the NBA. Don't even get me started on the Charlotte Hornets, bro. I bet on them yesterday. Only leg that sold in this fucking huge lay I placed. Missed six straight free throws down the stretch. Stretch. Mm. Missed all six. And I don't know if you've ever seen Mason Plumley shoot a free throw, but I refuse to bet on the fucking Hornets anymore after what I witnessed yesterday with Mason Plumley at the free throw line. Yeah, it's no good. Bro, it's like he doesn't know how to shoot. No, it's no good. It's actually unbelievable. I mean, no I good. can't fucking make a basket at Dave and Buster's, but still, 
I was just like shook that this man's getting paid million dollars and he looks like he's never shot a free throw before. No, he's atrocious. <laughs> no, he's like literally Lamelo is still absolutely disgusting. No, he's gross. Gross. But holy shit, I was like, this team fucking blows. And apparently they might bring Miles Bridges back, which I think is like absurd. But absurd. Like, <laughs> dude, their announcer is on crack every Dude, game. I love him. He's insane. I love him. Like, he's my favorite part of the Hornets organization, yeah. dude. He's, yeah, he's so dope. fucking funny, he's dude. He's going to get picked up by a big TV station at some point. I just know it. Um, All right. Next episode, we're going to be giving our official picks on the game. The Super Bowl. We need the sneak nuke. We need it. We're going to have a sneak nuke for the Super Bowl. We can actually do a sneak nuke tonight for the NBA games, which I think we should because yeah. there's some good games on. So we'll do that at the end of the show. We're going to give our official picks for the sides next episode. We're going to be boots on ground in Phoenix, so we're going to have an episode from Phoenix. But today I wanted to talk about props. Every day closer to the Super Bowl, I want to talk about more and more stuff about the Super Bowl. Today I just want to talk about player props in general. Last episode we talked about who we think is going to score. Today I want to talk about receiving yards, rushing yards, receptions, props like that. Next episode we're going to do what sides we're taking. And some, we're going to sprinkle in some fun props, like National Anthem going over under, heads or tails. Um, and then when we're in Phoenix, we're going to solidify everything. And we're going to just like have a succinct, you know. I'm down. So today I want to talk about who you think on both teams most likely to go over their receiving yards. I have it pulled up so you can ask me the numbers if you want. Um, but who you think is going to go over their receiving yards in the Super Bowl this year for both teams? I want to know the two goats, what okay. number they're at, Kelsey and A.J. Brown. Okay. Travis Kelsey's at 79 and a half. A.J. Brown's at 72 and a half. Wow. I think Travis Kelsey has to go over his receiving yeah. yards. If I have a gun in my head and I'm taking one to go over on those Travis Kelsey. Guys, I got to go Kelsey. Over 79 and a half. Do they have his receptions? Do they have six and a half receptions? Seven and a half at plus chicken. Wow. That's sus. Why is that sus? Because that seven number is so key. So key. I feel like that tells me he's going to go over that. If they're even like, why not just leave it? Well, what do they have it at on prize picks? It was probably probably at six and a half because it's plus 110 at seven and a half. No, they're going to get, they're going to, they're going to make us have six, seven and a half. Uh, Receptions. Seven. Seven. He just gets seven so many times. Like, that's his number. I've been taking over six and a half all But year. in a bowl where you know the Eagles are going to start hot and they might teeter off, they're going to have I mean, to throw the ball. Going to need a W game script. Game script is crucial here. You know whose receptions I don't hate? Dallas Goddard. No. Goddard? Got we're not going to start it. calling Dallas Goder. Got it. I thought you were calling him a Dallas goat. Goder? I was like, that's got to stop. I don't mind Miles Sanders over one and a half. I feel like it could get weird in Philly. And if he throws one dump down, all you need is one more. Yeah. Yep. Even though he's not like a great receiving back. Um, you know what I, I love? Sneaky prop. Shout out, Lauren. Pacheco receiving yards. Dude went the fuck off last game. It's at 15 and a half right now. Wow. It was at... I think last game, six and a half. Seven and a half, maybe. So they moved it up. He, he had like 70, bro. 
yeah, he went the fuck off. Uh, but that's just another option for Mahomes, you mm-hmm. know, little check down. And he, he hasn't been resorting to that much throughout the regular season. But in the playoffs, it's been a big part of their game. Uh, look for Pacheco to get, you know, two, three receptions for 20-plus yards. I like that one. And they're also only offering for Chiefs receiving yards, Travis Kelsey, Jarek McKinnon, and Isaiah Pacheco. You can't bet Juju, you can't bet McColl, and you can't bet MVS as of right now. Or Tony. Or Tony. What? None of them. Do they have them on PP? Um, for receiving yards, I'm seeing... S- nope. Nope. Pacheco, Kelsey... So what does that mean? They just don't want to give you a number? Or as it gets closer, you think they'll give one? Probably like just game status of those players. You I know, feel like all three of them are healthy Isn't now? Juju kind of banged up? Yeah, but he's playing, dude. Yeah, obviously. But they're all going to play. They're not going to put lines up because you could nuke those unders. Yeah, mash the under. They've been soaring under, too. Like Juju's been soaring under. All right, so I'm taking Travis Kelsey receiving yards. Sure. Easy cop out. Um, Jarek or Isaiah is going to get their receiving yards. Jarek's at 22.5, Pacheco's at 15.5. So it looks like the book is telling you Jarek might be the passing back with the way Pacheco's been rushing. I don't know, dude. Pacheco's just fucking the dog. I'll right take now. Pacheco receiving yards as well. Yeah. Um, who's your guy in the Eagles? I think Devontae Smith. Dallas. Give me Dallas. When your back's against the wall. 49 and a half, 50 yards. Tight end. 50 yards? Yeah. I honestly like his receptions more. What is his receptions at? Probably four and a half. Four and a half. I love that. I like Devontae Smith over 63 and a half. That would be my favorite prop for the Eagles on the on the receiving side. I don't know why I feel like, well, one, we know this Chiefs secondary is terrible, but I feel like if I'm the Chiefs and this might be wrong, I'm going... Let's stop A.J. Brown and see if anyone else can beat us. And if anyone else can beat us, it's going to be Devontae Smith. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like you don't want A.J. Brown to get hot because he's so dangerous when he has the ball. So I feel like if you're the Chiefs, you're almost like, let's just scheme to stop A.J. and let someone else try to beat us. Mm -hmm. And Devontae Smith is... Disgusting. Gross. Absolutely disgusting. So I would take take Devontae. And your your guy would be Dallas. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Receptions. Dallas receptions. Okay. I feel like that's a very square four guys there. But but it's the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. It's the Super not, Bowl. We're not getting sharp. All right. Let's talk rushing. One of my least favorite things to bet on yeah. is rushing yards. Um, Classic. Pat Mahomes at 19 and a half. Mm-mm. Jalen Hurts is at 49 and a half. Mm-mm. Miles Sanders, 62 and a half. He's scoring, by the way. Okay. Jarek McKinnon's at 20 and a half. Isaiah Pacheco, 49 and a half. Kenneth Gainwell, 18 and a half. Who's your favorite? My favorite would have to be Pacheco. At Pacheco's, 49 and a half. Pacheco's the, the difference maker. In this I'm kind of down for a Pacheco master class. We should take his rush and receive. I was literally just about to tell you it's at 68 and a half, and I love that. Love that. Love that. He's going to be the X factor in this game. That might be my favorite bet of the entire game is Isaiah Pacheco over rushing and receiving. Yeah. Love that. That's got to be in the sneak, Nate. 
Man. What are your 16. thoughts on these combo, these little combo packages? Oh, yeah. Could be something there. So, Prize Picks now does combos where you can get Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard to have over 129.5 combined receiving yards. So they take two players, combine them. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Um, I don't really necessarily like the wide receiver option. I like the quarterback or running back option. Pacheco and Sanders is over 108 and a half, or I more than 108 and a half. Love that. Rush yards? I love that. That would be, probably be the one I would take. So you need both of them to get over 50. All the all the combos. The only problem is I know we're building the, the Pacheco narrative in our head. There's such a chance that Jarek McKinnon comes out and looks good. And that's how their backfield runs. Yeah, I mean, I'm just basing it off the last few games we've watched on this offense. Circle Jerk McKinnon has not been their primary guy. It's been Pacheco. You're not wrong. It's been Pacheco. And he's looked fantastic. What are your thoughts on... I always want to take passing touchdowns. Yeah, it's... Jalen's at one and a half, Pat's at two. Two. The worst thing ever is when you have a touchdown prop and the first touchdown is a fucking run. Like, that will soul suck you. It's the worst. Absolutely the worst. And then it's even worse when it lands on two, bro, and you have two. And that, and then you think about that first rushing touchdown that could have easily been a pass. And Pat's only I mean, hit that in one of the last five. You're pushing P. He's only, play, he only hit that one of the last five. Yeah. And you think it's free. It's like, oh, two touchdowns. It's like... It's fucking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, like yep. he's gotten two yep. so many times. Yep, and Hurts uh, gets one way more often than not. Yeah, just he's one. He's rushing though. one or two in. Just one though. Yeah, yeah. just one though. Um, do they have what do they have for like pass rush, uh, receiving touchdown? I think it's just Travis. Right. I don't think they even have it up. They also have those combo touchdown squares, which are pretty fun to do also. If I had to pick... Let's they don't pick, have it up. Let's pick uh, one combo touchdown that you think would would hit. Where are you seeing these combo touchdowns? Um, receiving touchdowns? Receiving. Oh, wow. They, don't, they took them off. Yeah. Lines are probably switching and shit. Nick, um, can you look up statuses for injuries? There's like no one up right now for the Chiefs. Like what is going on? Combo combo square of passing touchdowns. Is that three both, and a half? For both lads, three and a half. I don't love that. I mean, that makes sense because both of them combined would be three and a half. Yeah. But uh, you don't love that, you said? No. Um, so the bye week injury report came out uh, right now. It was status for Michael Harmon, doubtful. Juju, questionable. Carries Tooney, questionable. Jerry Sneed, questionable. Willie Gay, questionable. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's all the guys that just didn't practice. Uh, all those guys didn't practice this week. So, Tooney, Sneed, Schuster, Hardman, none of them practice this week. But, I mean. We'll they're see. all playing. Yeah, yeah, they're. I mean. There's then, no way McCall Hardman is doubtful for a Super Bowl, dude. Just tape the Eagles. Eagles. Let's see here. Lane Johnson did not practice. Robert Quinn, defensive end, did not practice. Those Avante Maddox didn't practice. Th- those are just, you know, I mean, everyone else is resting, but there are some injuries. I know. Is it really the Eagles? Well, yeah. Jarius needs the one. He's in concussion protocol still. Yeah, I know he is. It's the Eagles. 
What scared me though, I forget who said this. Someone on the 49ers though said, if I was a betting man, I would. Brandon Ayuk. If that was Ayuk. But say it. <laughs> if I was a betting man, I would take everything I own and put it on the fucking Chiefs. And I was like, well, that ain't good. Well, that's kind of biased. They just lost the fucking Eagles. He's probably still butthurt about it. Yeah. But you probably was looking at the Eagles thinking they're not that good. I know who I'm taking. <laughs> but I'm not going to say it until next episode, but I know who I'm taking. I feel like you're for sure on the Chiefs. Might not be. I feel like you for sure are. You never know. I wouldn't blame you if I didn't already buy in. You never know. Oh, my God. So, all right. We talked about some props. I feel like my favorite prop of the Super Bowl is going to be Travis Kelsey receiving yards. I feel like either side that I pick of who's going to win, you're playing your brother. Legacy Super Bowl. He's going to get like 120 yards. I would say mine is Miles Sanders to score a touchdown. Okay. Meat on tape. Meat on tape. He's scoring. He's running it in. Okay. I don't hate it at all. Um, Some kid at the bar came up to me this weekend. Because he recognized me from TikTok or whatever, and he came up and he went, I just want you to know, it's Eagles and a Boston Scott touchdown. And then (laughs) walked away. That was it. Really? He like hit me on the shoulder and I turned around and he was like, TikTok? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And he went, it's the Eagles and a Boston Scott touchdown. And, and I was walked like, away. Literally, like, before I could even speak, walked away. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> Boston Scott, huh? I didn't, even get to, I didn't even get to talk to him about it. Like, I didn't even get to be like, Boston Scott? Literally, it's the Eagles and a Boston Scott touchdown. <laughs> BC. I literally, no. I was like, just vanished. Yeah, like, I just know. I love that all you said was just TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. And just... Dropped that on you and dipped. Yeah, man. <laughs> See ya. What do I do with that? Is it the like Eagles gotta, and the Boston Scott like touchdown? I feel like you got to take at least a touchdown for Boston Scott. Because if he scores and you oh don't Oh, my God, dude. It, that kid's going to be so pissed. <laughs> Imagine if he, scored. if he scores and you didn't fucking take it. <sighs> like, is Boston I'm Scott going to score I'm now? I'm sure he's got his fucking bankroll on it. He's probably got meat on tape yeah. for it. He, with, it was such a cold confidence. It's the Eagles and a Boston Scott touchdown. Was he wearing any Philly shit? No. Did he look like a Philly kid? No. No? No. Because I feel like Eagles fans, like that are true real Eagles fans, just like know when Boston Scott is going to score a touchdown, bro. <laughs> like this season I learned they can that. feel it. They, I learned that. I forget what team that he's scored every single time that they've played him, but everyone was so certain of him scoring that game. Yeah. And sure enough, he fucking did. If you get some Eagles fans on the stream, you got to ask him if it's Boston Scott's week. <laughs> we got to know. Yeah. We have to know. I don't know what his connection was. We didn't even have a conversation. There wasn't time for me to be like, oh, like, like I didn't even get to go nice say, to like, you. I didn't even get to go, like, go birds. <laughs> Not that I would have said that, but, like, we didn't even, I didn't even get to be like, why Boston? <laughs> He's like, it's the Eagles and a yeah. Boston Scott touchdown. I don't know. He's kind of their guy at the goal line. Evaporated into the mist of the bar, dude. <laughs> Never saw him again the rest of the night, dude. Just like evaporated. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And then I, I was with I was with um I was with Chelly, and there was like a couple. Other, we were with a couple other guys at the bar, and one of them was like, "What was that all about?" And I was like, "This kid just told me it's the Eagles and a Boston Scott touchdown." And he goes, "A Boston Scott touchdown?" I was like, "Yeah, man." 
He's like, wow. It's <laughs> the weirdest shit I've ever heard. I was like, you're telling me I just had to go through that. Like, what? Now he's scoring. I mean, he he might score now. If I'm you, I light, lightly sprinkle that. Just like a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Lock me in for a Boston Scott touchdown. <laughs> he's not even going to sniff the line. I know it, dude. I know it. He's not even going to sniff the goal line. No, he will. No. He will. No, he's not. Um, all right, so what would your favorite receiving prop be if you just had to pick one right now? My favorite receiving prop would be... Is it Goddard? Yeah, over receptions, four and a half. Okay. He's getting six. He's going to land on six receptions for Dallas. Dallas Goddard? Yeah. I'm going to go Travis Kelsey receiving yards, and if I'm not being square... I'll go Devontae Smith receiving yards. Just for the game script that I cooked up in my head. Could be totally wrong. What is your game script? That they blanket A.J. Brown and the Eagles have to beat the Chiefs secondary in another way. Will the first kickoff be a return touchdown? <laughs> no. 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 Ladder challenge with the Should we? props minus 50,000. Should we? <laughs> oh, we got to talk about that next episode. Are you going to talk about it right now? I need to. I need to have my materials. You're looking at it. Yeah, we'll talk about it next episode because I do want to talk about that. Um, all right. Well, that'll do it for today. We're gonna keep the Super Bowl talk a little bit light um, because you know next episode is gonna be all Super Bowl. Episode after that's gonna be all Super Bowl, and then the episode after that's gonna be a reaction to the Super Bowl. So um, kept it light. Do you want to do a quick sneak nuke for the NBA? Let's Are you go, capable of giving two squares? Let's go one NBA, one NHL. Are you going to do the NHL? Because I can't do NHL. You can't do NHLs? I mean, I can. You're, you're sharper than I am at NHL. What do you mean? Oh, you know what we're going to do? College basketball, NHL, NBA. Three piece. Six layer. No, three. You want to do six? Uh-oh. Do you want to do six? <laughs> no, that shit's not hitting. We could do six, though. That's not going to hit, bro. Okay. All right. So the sneak nuke presented by Prize Picks for the Monday slate. It's a four-teamer. You want to give your two legs all more than. They're all more than. Josh Giddy over seven and a half more rebounds. Than, more and, than. And uh, Miro Heiskanen, Dallas Stars over shots. On more, than, more than. More than. More than shots. More than shots. More than rebounds. Um, I'm adding Isaiah Wong of the Hurricanes that play in Miami. More than 15 and a half points. And Jordan Clarkson more than 21 and a half points against a skeleton Dallas Mavericks team. Don't be shocked when Clarkson has two points at half. Because he'll score 18 in the second. No, yeah, he's he's a set and forget. Don't sweat him. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll kill yourself trying to sweat him. He scores 10 in the last three minutes of halftime. Yep. We'll have 10 with three minutes left in the third. He'll take over. And I like the matchup, too, because Laurie Markkinen still has to go against Christian Wood. So Jordan Clarkson's going to be playing a bot. There's no Dinwiddie. There's, they're, who's going to be their starting point guard for Dallas tonight? They traded away Dinwiddie. Luke is not playing, and Kyrie's not playing. Who's the starting point guard for the freaking Dallas Mavericks tonight? Hopefully, hopefully Christian Wood plays. If Christian Wood doesn't play, we're screwed. Yeah. Regardless, I love the entry. Shit's hitting. No, I love it. I love it. Um. All right, tell them about the surgical stream. We'll wrap it up, and then we'll uh, we'll see them next episode. Tune into the surgical stream on our Twitch channel at Bucket Sports. I pull people up from the community. They give me their best play of the day, and we get surgical and cook up a parlay. Um, and then we sweat out those bets on the night sweats on the Twitch channel. So tune in 2 p.m. Central or 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central every weekday. 
on the Twitch channel, Book It Sports. It looks like it's going to be Kemba Walker or Frank and Tilakina. What? To play point guard for the Mavs. Today. Oh, Kemba, Cardia, Kemba. It says he's on the he's on the roster. What? <laughs> I know. Oh no, wait. I think he's a free agent now. Yeah. No. I okay. Don't yeah. No, he's not on, on the Mavs. Roster. Yeah, he's not on the Mavs. No. All right. It's gonna be Frank and Tilakina. Interesting. I haven't heard that name in a minute. He's very good at defense, yeah. which I don't love. Okay. Um. <laughs> this has been another episode. Oh, whoa. <clears throat> This has been another episode of TFM Bets. Next episode, we're talking who we're taking for the Super Bowl. We're talking fun props. We're going to be boots on ground in, in Phoenix. So look forward to that content. Um, make sure you guys are following the Instagram, the Twitter, and the TikTok. We're going to be doing some fun content while we're in Phoenix. Um, and we'll see you next time. Okay. Appreciate you.